<laughs> like you Gun said, game. you can't play on hardcore. Gun game. Well, hey, you know, just one downstairs neighbor, one of you, one roommate, tell them come up. It's going to be a free-for-all, baby. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone in the building. That Personally, would actually be hilarious. Make a bunch of noise one day so he comes up and you and all the other tenants are just having an orgy and being like, oh, <laughs> we're glad you made it. You got the invite. Uh, personally, my favorite Call of Duty mode was the Circle Jerk, so you could always invite him up for that. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite was Dicks and Stones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Clay, did you get fucking suspended? Yeah, I got yeah, I got suspended. God damn it. I saw you fucking follow me today. I was like, I was like, what the fuck is he doing following me on his alt? Why is he posting so much on his alt? Where is his main? This yeah. is his main. Yeah, I got <laughs> I got hit by the feds real hard. I got caught in the swoop uh of like three hundred accounts or something like that. It was pretty insane. Is it because you um you know push QAnon propaganda? I mean that probably is it. Uh, Did they figure yeah. out your Q? Yeah, they found out your Q. Yeah, they, they found out, out your Q. Q. <laughs> put a put a T on the end of that baby, and you got it right. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it was it was one of the most depressing days of my life because I had just gotten home from a failed car search, and then I opened up my email to email cave, and the, the only thing I see in my email is you're suspended, and I was like, I'm gonna kill myself. Dude, why? What did you do to piss God off? I mean, other than you know all the the sins and shit, but like, yeah, what the, did you do? All the fucked up shit I did. Um, the reason I got was uh, that I was uh, m uh, manipulating the platform and spamming, uh, which uh, <laughs> aren't things I've ever done. What? Yeah. So I appealed, but they haven't gotten back to me yet. So my mom. Uh, made an account in my honor and then got tired of tweeting about having a small dick and big balls. So she told me that I had to take it back. Tell her to grow up. Like, this is just what adults do. Yeah. She's yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what adults do is tweet about your dick, your ass, your balls. Yeah, she's busy boobs, administering. She's I never once did that as a child. I only did that as an adult. So, yeah. True. Uh-huh. Same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For but, sure. but yeah, no, my mom's busy administering vaccines, so she can't tweet all day. Oh, how much is uh, Bill uh, paying her? I have no idea. She works 12, uh, 12 hour days, though. Um, as a, as 12 a, is the same number of um, uh, slang for police. So yeah. is this like a police Bill Gates conspiracy? I was just going to say she's working as an angel of God, a.k.a. Bill Gates. So, <laughs> Dude. Well, I mean, he did cure um, malaria. Um, he eradicated it completely. Uh, at least he did mine. <laughs> Yeah, he he's wanting people. <laughs> I don't to know about poop. everyone else. He's so adamant about his poop water stuff, dude. <sighs> that's real. Yeah, that's real. Um, and then today I saw two article clippings of him being like, "We need to be, you know, looking for other things in climate change that may sound outrageous." And it's like, okay, so you just want us to drink your shits? That's like, <laughs> God, please. 
please. Hear me out. Hear me out, <laughs> Bill Gates. We don't want to waste any more cum. So when you're having a baby and you come, we're going to have a guy paid by the state to take most of it, not all of it, out <laughs> and put it in another girl that needs to be cummed in. Oh, my God. I approve of this. Um, <laughs> uh, wow. Is that if somebody ran on that platform, they've got <laughs> they've got my felonious vote. It's unorthodox. It's unprecedented. We have to get the birth rate up. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. oh, also, dude. you're gonna be drinking shit water now. <laughs> <laughs> I figure I give you something light first, hit you with the heat, and then peace out. I think How do you think point, I got so rich? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think at this point we should just let Earth spiral into climate change. I'm just. Oh, dude, absolutely. I fucking litter every day. I am trying to engulf it. And engulf it. We deserve it. Every morning I wake up, I go to Starbucks, I take all of their straws, go to the ocean, and just fucking throw them. There's not enough straws in the ocean. Turtles being born. I was just going to say there's not enough straws in the ocean anymore. We stopped using them. And now the turtles are missing out on all their blow. I thought we were both littering the same way, but you go get the straws. I just get a couple of uh, the extra large frappuccinos and I throw them at homeless guys. No, 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 no. You no, see, that's 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 social work. You know, that's working <laughs> the classism, right? It's a, it's a different type of the, game. Yeah, I'm working on the climate. You're working on I I don't know the economy. Yeah. I guess. Well, I do I do like to incorporate part of the environment by assuming that they don't throw the plastic cups away. That's like my angle there is that those are now littered. Oh, no. Whenever I had cups thrown at me when I was homeless, I just ate them. The cups? All right. Yeah. They, well, what yes. they do is they build houses out of them. And then once it gets degraded enough, you know, biodegradable plastics that don't biodegrade, they just start <laughs> eating the plastic because because uh, it's all they got In- left. Exactly. Uh-huh. I, I mean, honestly, it's how I became so frugal. <laughs> <laughs> Led me down the road of uh, communism. I, I found out um, through that experience that I personally could save the world. Um, but once I was, you know, brought up out of poverty and homelessness, uh, I went full head into capitalism and um, got a job destroying the environment. Uh, waking up every day and throwing straws in the ocean. That's nice. That's nice. You yeah, sound like you get love that. <laughs> I have a I have a climate destroying job as well. I sell gasoline. Fuck. <laughs> you guys don't even want to know what I do. <laughs> <laughs> he works. He works for uh, a power company. I'll edit that out. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so 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 you personally why did you do that to texas what what did texas do <laughs> yeah, chris chris was in a bad mood before work i was working fucking 12 hour days that week it was crazy so you're saying it's your fault that's what a lot of people said. We were saying You're that not too. openly admitting or denying it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Is that an admission of guilt? 
Yeah, you sound <laughs> very guilty. <laughs> Look, my hand slipped. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> What, what was Look, it? if I was if I was a cop, you know, a cab, but I am a cop, right? But it's still a cab. Uh, <laughs> I would arrest you um, for you know only doing that for a week. We we ordered we ordered a month. Yeah, of that oh, you ordered a month there. Oh, you were you, are you're not are you in Texas right now? Or are you in California? No, I'm in California. That's why I ordered a month. Awesome to say. <laughs> Oh, you know how juicy that would be if you shut Jacob's power off? <laughs> yeah. That'd be no, crazy. It, it actually, it put my girlfriend in a really good mood because we get rolling blackouts over here and she fucking loves it when the power goes out. She's like, fuck yeah, I can read my book. And I'm like, we, uh, we could do that anyways. She's like, no, 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 no. Now I can read my book. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. We don't yeah. have internet. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I've been trying oh, yeah, to read yeah. lately. And uh, I have my phone right next to me half the time, and it's just like, and I'm like, hold on, let me finish this chapter real quick before I look at you. Then it just keeps buzzing, and it like fucking makes it so tough to like pay attention to what's on the page. Dude, you got to do what I did. I like as soon as like I got like like a little bit of traction on like one of my accounts, I shut down notifications on everything. I said, fuck it. No more, never again. Yeah, dude, you do. I, that's exactly what I was gonna say. I, dude, I don't even have followers like that anywhere. But I turned all my notice off. <laughs> dude, it's fucking amazing living life like that. I don't see shit from anyone. It it's makes beautiful. it really hard to get a hold of me and to get me to respond to people. But uh, that just makes me cool, right? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. way too. Unattainable is, is sick. Uh, supply and demand. Supply and demand. Like I said, I'm a capitalist. I'd, right. I right. I would. I would never do communism. The in, the invisible social capitalist. Social fucking capitalist. I don't even know what that means. I just saw that. I'm a national a social there. capitalist. <laughs> but I'm a national nationalist socialist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Christ! <laughs> oh man! Just right into it, bow. Whoa! Doesn't I? What does that mean? Something bad? I don't know what I said. Yeah. No, no. It just means you're a national socialist. Yeah. You're you're nationally. I love my country. Yeah, but I believe in socialists. Exactly. You believe. <laughs> uh, I feel like yeah. maybe there's not like a party for that. Maybe I can be the. Maybe next. you can create that party. <laughs> The national socialist. You you could do that. Um, and you know, to like bring together like peace, uh, you should mm-hmm. find a symbol that you know represents peace. Yeah. I heard yeah, from... I heard like Hinduism has some pretty cool symbols that you could use. Yeah. yeah, I was looking through some of the day. There was this one, it looked like a like a square, but then there's like little arms off this <laughs> <laughs> arms or is yeah, the arms and legs. <laughs> Little arms and legs, yeah, on the square. It was. I guess you had to be there. Um, <laughs> Graphic design is your passion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I Some didn't want MSP looking I, fucking shape. <laughs> I didn't want to get a cease and desist from the Hindu faith, so I decided I'd rotate it. Um, <laughs> Forty-five degrees to the left. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh fuck! 
Oh my god. <sighs> I'm looking up a nationalist, the definition. I kinda of, I <laughs> like this, guys. What's it say? It says a person who strongly identifies with their own nation and vigorously supports its interests, especially to the exclusion or detriment of the interests of other nations. <laughs> And the quote is, he was a staunch nationalist during his 22 years in power. Now, see, that's something that I think we could benefit from. Someone that gets, you know, a couple of decades of experience in leading the country. Dude, that's that's what we're looking for. Because, you know what? Fuck them Europeans. Dude, Europeans rock. I love that they're just like, they're just like, still doing kings. Shouldn't queens and shit? Like, why are they doing that? They literally have no governing force over there. Like, as far as, like, Parliament is concerned, it is actually the stupidest shit in the world to me. How funny would it be if I stormed the castle? (laughs) (laughs) The only only guy that's trying to help them, Boris Johnson, just gets made fun of for his bad haircut. Yeah. (laughs) I still cannot believe he paid $20,000 for that haircut. He did. He paid twenty thousand dollars for that haircut. Yeah. Did they add more hair? What did they do? No, trust me. Like I have a source. Um, Yeah. I paid twenty five for my haircut the other day. You paid twenty five grand? (laughs) No, uh, dollars. Were you showing up? I was gonna say, why are you showing up, Boris Johnson? Are you just trying to stunt on him? Actually, it yeah. was it was twenty five thousand uh, dollars. Oh, see, now I he wants to, to see, flex. Yeah, no, yeah, say no, how no, much no, it really no. was. So I went to Great Clips, and it's only seventeen dollars <laughs> for a haircut there. But the lady who cut my hair was pretty, and she played with my hair way too long after it was done. <laughs> and she did did her booby touch your arm? No, yeah. no, that didn't. Oh. Happen. But I had to give her a good oh. tip so she could retire. I ended up tipping my lady. barber at Great Clips fifty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm like, I'm just remembering now having like a really busty like salon lady cut my hair for a couple years of my life when I was a kid. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I, I feel like that's where every young boy gets his first, like, you know, smidge of a booby touch, you know, just yeah. brushing across their arm is, or like across the back of your neck. And it's just like, oh, yeah, what, yeah. what was that? I remember being oh. like eight years old and asking her if she wanted to have sex with me. And then we actually did. Nice. Nice. I think the, <laughs> the first time I ever like, felt gave, gave admitting. <laughs> oh, no, you go. Chris. I swear to God. Dude. <laughs> What Clifton? No, Chris was saying something. Huh? No, oh. no, I do. I wasn't go. Okay. Chris was actually the stylist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was he had a confession to make. That's <laughs> why I got so pissed. <laughs> no, I was gonna say the first time I think I ever felt like real connection to a human being that wasn't like a parent. Um, by touch was like when somebody was like washing my hair at a salon. Man, I I, I don't know. I feel like I have like a what's it called? Um, uh, when you you know when you have a an aversion to like a, t- a certain touch or something like that, yeah. dude. I cannot be letting fucking people, uh, other people, put water on my head 
or oh, like yeah. touching like i don't mind like the touching but it's as soon as people start pouring fucking water on my head dude like my body just starts freaking out it's like i can't control it i'm like what the f-? like i start like kind of like not like you know fucking full body freak out but like, kind of full body freak out yeah. can't control it I'm like what the fuck do i do i had that reaction yeah. when i was being held in guantanamo bay and they were pouring water over my face with a towel over it Oh, that's probably where where I got it from. It actually I have that reaction with my toes. <laughs> I do. Starts. I do remember. Oh, sorry, Oh no! When someone starts touching your toes, Chris. Yeah. Oh, they they waterboarded water. your toes. <laughs> no, that's just touch. Oh. touch my toes. I'm like, stop! Stop! <laughs> stop! I'll give you thirty minutes to stop, stop that, you big bully. Stop! stop. I, I do remember having sort of an adverse reaction to the first time I had sex when I was eight years old. I asked this lady that was cutting my hair at a salon to have sex with me. I was very scared. I remember having a very... Shut the fuck up. Chris, how scared was he? That's what he's trying to get. Yeah, he's trying to get us. But I remember remember that she, she calmed me down with a soft, gentle touch. He wrote she this beckoned. all down, I know. He's reading what? this off of a piece of paper. <laughs> I'm not reading a piece of paper. <laughs> I'm remembering this out of my head. Oh, ooh, that's impressive. I yeah. can't do that. Fuck. She caressed no, me with a soft no touch. And I was trying to think of what I could say that would make her feel good, but my eight-year-old vocabulary was so limited. I said, my this God. was dope. <laughs> you said, this is very good. You, <laughs> yes. talk like, you talk like Mac Miller back then, too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said. This is dope. This is dope. It was, actually the, it was actually the inspiration for Mac Miller's album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mac Miller heard about my story because I posted about it on this forum called Kanye to the... And he saw it on there, and yeah, he wrote the album "Kids" off of that. Mac Miller was actually the hairdresser. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah, So he wrote a mixtape called "Kids." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, I guess you want to take the mystery out of it. That's fine. So, (laughs) at what point, like, do we reach Jeffrey Epstein in this story? I think right I after think Mac Miller, they were friends. Yeah. No, that's so far beyond me or Mac, and I don't think it's fair to talk about a dead man. You know, we can share a story yeah, from we, his life. We should that stop is talking true. about Jeffrey Epstein. You're right. Yeah, I was just gonna say <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't switch a dead man's name. Yeah. Um. Personally, I've never said anything bad about Jeffrey Epstein ever before in my life. Yeah. I really, um, I would hate, I would hate to go down as that guy that slandered Jeffrey Epstein after he was dead. You know, that's not yeah. good. Yeah, I would have voted for Clinton for a third term if I could. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Clinton Epstein ticket. Let's go. Oh, that would that would oh, be sweet. Would be running with dead Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> I'll, I'll one-up it. Let's have a Hillary and Ghislaine ticket. Woman power. Yeah, girl boss. Do you know how easy it would be to convince Libs to vote for them at this point? So easy. 
Yeah, I I think that I think that's probably like the Democrat, the next Democratic ticket. I could see that actually happening. Actually, the more I think about it, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting depressed now. It's, and they're still going to be Tulsi. It is fucking depressing because they have what Bill Clinton now working with a women's like center or whatever. It's like, come on, why? <laughs> Send him home. He is an old fucking man. What the fuck? Send him back to Arkansas. Let him go fishing, you know. And because once he's out fishing, you know, he can't do no more fucking, you know, raping or whatever he likes to do. You know, raping or fishing. It's one of those. Yeah, you got to do him in like Fredo from Godfather 2. Take him out on the boat, shoot him in the back of the fucking head. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, love, I love the the prequel to The Sopranos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how that. Yeah, that's how that works, right? Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude! So, uh, my girlfriend found out not too long ago that I have like Irish. I mean, not Irish. Fuck. Um, that I have a bunch of Italian family. You know, so part Italian or whatever. But I'm not. You know, I'm a cracker. And somehow she ever does fucking just rip on me. I'm like, fuck, dude. I never should have admitted to this little bit of Italian blood I got in me. I get DM, tiny smidge. Yeah, I get the DM requests every day where it's the same like three Italian memes, like just besmirching <laughs> the Italians. And every time I'm like, oh, that's so funny, and I like laugh react it. But in my head, I'm just like, if I see this picture one more time. I'm gonna find out exactly which one it is. Um, I don't know, and I'm not gonna have you tell me. I'm just gonna find out when I'm just gonna sneak into your account, take a peek back there. You know what you got going on back down there. Steal them and send them right back to you. Oh man, that actually be pretty crazy. Or maybe I'll just, just found all. Or maybe I'll just like message them back for you, so that way you could just see that. <laughs> Who is DMing me on my own account? <laughs> <laughs> oh man it reminds me of a <laughs> old friend of mine who um when whenever he would be like wronged by somebody or like you know somebody like slapped him or like hit him or something like, if he got in a fight with somebody or something like that something stupid get robbed um he wouldn't like go like jump them or like <laughs> or anything like that he would break into people's houses and he would rearrange their furniture he'd uh, what did he call he called it creepy crawling <laughs> and I, and so now i'm going to take that tactic of creepy crawling and i'm just going to apply it to the internet to break into people's space. accounts and message themselves off of their own account so wait wait that creepy crawling thing they really did that yeah yeah he did yeah that like, that is so cool that kind of <laughs> that is yeah. awesome <laughs> I remember um, there was, fuck, it was super random. Um, Woke up one morning and we, I had like the full day booked out for like the studio. And he was one of the people who were coming through that day. And he comes over super fucking early in the morning. Like I'm not even up yet. And, you know, he knocks on the door and, you know, gets me up. Fucking, okay. So we're just chilling in the room. I'm drinking coffee and shit. I don't know where a dude just fucking tells me. He's like, Oh yeah, I did a fucking creepy crawly not too long ago. I was like, what what does not too long ago mean? Does that mean like a couple weeks ago or do you mean like you just came here from breaking into somebody's house because if you did that, I'd prefer you go somewhere else first and then maybe here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he was like he was like, "No, I went home first." 
I was like, why would you go home first? Come here first. So yeah, he tells me, uh, and he's like, yeah, I just did. It. And he, and mind you, he had just explained to me what a creepy crawly was like the week before. So okay, I so was moving very fast. Yeah. <laughs> so he explains to me what a creepy crawly is, comes over, tells me he just did a creepy crawly. I'm like, well, why'd you do that? He was like, oh, I was supposed to get a pint of lean off of him and uh, the shit is cut. I was like, how can you tell it's cut? He's like, I just know it's cut. And I was like, was it sealed? He's like, yes. And I was like, all right, man. <laughs> you do what you got to do. So, yeah, no, he just, in the middle of the night, like, I'm talking like three in the morning, some shit like that, breaks into their fucking house. It just rearranges their furniture. Like, I'm talking like, you know, like their fucking living room, dude. Like, imagine just waking up in the morning <laughs> and everybody being like, why is, why is his like, living room different? That fuck with me so it's, much. It, it seems like a pretty inconsequential situation. It's like, oh, well, this was a sealed lean. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's cut. I'm going to rearrange your living room and then leave. Honestly, like nobody really gets hurt in that situation I on th either end. I think the beautiful part of all of that, though, is like if that ever happened to me, I'd probably freak out. Not because my furniture is rearranged, but I'd just be like, "Who the fuck rearranged my furniture?" And then I'd just <laughs> I'd leave it. Like, there's nothing I want. Like, I don't I don't care enough to fix anything. I'll just live with my life like that for the until it gets rearranged again. Well, no, you know what this motherfucker did. Um later on in our friendship so we had another mutual friend who he was kind of a piece of shit and he was on drugs a lot of the time so it was really easy to you know break into his spot he lived by yeah. himself um so he would break in literally every single fucking night they didn't live close to each other by the way like they lived 30 fucking minutes away from each other <laughs> he would break in every single night and move all of his shit like he's he started moving all of his shit like an inch like just like inch by inch every fucking night until like he completely like reversed the homie's fucking living room and he never fucking noticed never that's so fucking weird that's so funny what the damn imagine imagine inch by inch it, it was so fucking impressive but at the same time not because the mutual friend that he was doing it to did a lot of xanax so it's kind of easy to do shit like that yeah oh okay. so he kind of yeah. had a cheat code that's fair. but he, he say, still he still beat the game he still yeah, won a, a victory is a victory like if my i think you would notice after like three three inches i think like three to four inches you would be like it's okay this is definitely moved over well it was everything though right it wasn't just like a couple things oh everything yeah yeah i think i wouldn't notice it was everything just because like oh would, i'd yeah. feel fucked yeah, up walking into the room but i'd be like no oh, everything <laughs> seems normal com relatively dude it was it was <sighs> so fucking and especially like the only thing he didn't move one inch at a time was like the TV and TV stand. He just oh. one day just switched it from one wall to the other. Nice. And he didn't oh fucking God. notice. He didn't. This guy's notice. barred out. Like fucking. I'll be honest. I just Jeez. want someone to come rearrange my furniture. I think that's like what I'm like trying to subtly hint at when I say <laughs> I wouldn't notice. 
I would. It's I okay. Just... I totally. I wouldn't even move it back. I would honestly probably really like it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna call the cops. Matter of fact, I might even do a little bit of Xanax tonight. Just letting everybody know. Yeah, I'm all, I think I'm, I'm gonna start sleeping. My window open. <laughs> yeah. I'm off a gabapentine right now. If you come into my house, so just let me know you're here so I don't shoot you. And I got the headphones in, yeah. everything. You're good. I, security cameras turned off. I can't even afford security cameras, yeah. so they weren't even turned on in the first place. These, these things, these are buttons we tape to the wall to look like cameras. <laughs> no, <laughs> those don't do anything. These aren't real cameras. I actually shoplifted the security cameras from Target <laughs> and just kind of, you know, nailed them to the wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they never fucking saw that one coming, did they? It's well, they saw me walking up. They didn't see me walking away. It's still it's still connected to the Target. Like, <laughs> stuff, so they can, like, see everything in your home. <laughs> Turns out it's all battery and Wi-Fi powered. Yeah. Fuck me. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I missed you, boys. Fucking, it's been quite a while since I've been on here. Holy yeah, shit. It took me a while to scroll back. Because I, I couldn't remember your at to save my fucking life. And I'm not on the Who Up podcast account anymore because I don't want it to get banned just in case, like, I have any IP issues. So I literally yeah. went back through all the episodes so I could remember exactly what it was because typing Jacob Fisher just didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I've got a pretty exotic name, don't I? Yeah, it, <laughs> it is. Super. Uh, October 28th. That was when you were last on. Holy shit. I thought it was like November. Wow. Damn. Yeah, so really? it was like right before the everything, you know, didn't blow up, but kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think because that was the episode where we. I think we spent a lot of time just kind of talking about like what might happen, and then yeah. shit did kind of start to like go crazy after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, was that the one that turned into two hours, or was that the other one? No, that was the one. Yeah. The okay. Second, okay. Was yeah. That Kanye, was the we were popping off that night. <laughs> ah, we were just fucking going. Oh yeah, I got fucking you guys, drunk as shit. You guys want to get into some serious shit today? I'm down. I'm, I think I'm in. I think just to keep, keep with tradition, let's follow up. Where what has happened since October 28th? My God. <laughs> so, so I've been so I made sure to write down everything that's just kind of been on my mind. Everything I've just been talking about out loud lately. I had to like go and double check with my girlfriend. I was like, Hey, is this like everything that I fucking rant about? She's like, Yeah, that just about seems to cover it. And I've got fucking bullet points here. Hell yeah. Not too long, but so, I mean, I've got the balkanization of the United States. I've got the GME deal and how that is tied directly to the economy uh, and the stock market right now. Yeah. Um, uh, GME goes up, stock market goes down, stock market goes up, GME goes down. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Of course, the capital attack. Of course, we're going to have to, of course, I'm going to have to fucking talk about that because that ties directly into what I talked about last time. Yeah, literally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that that literally, was like, yeah. yeah. Um, here's a fun one. Uh, the Arctic and the North Arctic Sea Passage. Uh, fucking Russia can just go right through that bitch now. Mm -hmm. uh, so 
Russia's rooting on climate change, even though it's giving them their own problems over in Siberia. Wow. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, we have literal farts stored in uh, Siberia. Whoa. What? Yeah, like methane farts. Methane? Wow. Earth farts. That's crazy. And uh, when uh, the Earth farts, it fucks a lot of shit up. Um, let's see. Right after that, of course, I've got the vaccine and how that relates to all the variants that are coming out and how because everybody's not going to be getting the vaccine because, you know, not everybody's going to take it. Yeah. Um, how that's going to lead to further variants that build up resistance to this vaccine and how COVID is actually going to be never ending. That's a really fun topic to talk about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, the three trillion dollar infrastructure package that Biden unveiled. Uh, our own version of the Roaring Twenties, uh, because you know we have the Pinkertons coming back, busting up unions and sh uh, the fucking depression right around the corner. Yeah. Um, the cost of housing rising twenty percent in a year when everybody predicted that the housing market bubble was going to crash. Uh, instead, we just yeah. bubbled it up some more. Yep. Yeah, that is something we can talk about for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's terrifying. very crazy. Um, I have a bullet point on how unemployment rates actually work because uh, nobody seems to understand the numbers and the percentages and how they actually work, correlate all to each other and like what realistically the percentages are and how we're able to kind of fudge those numbers with just fancy words yeah. and technicalities. Okay. Hmm. Um, so this is a local one for me, a container shortage and traffic jam. Uh, over here in the Los Angeles ports down south in California. Uh, we have a huge sh uh, shortage of containers right now, and we have a huge traffic jam at the ports. Uh, and it's fucking a lot of shit up, which <laughs> goes right next to my point of supply lines and how they're beginning to fail, which goes right into our infrastructure failing. And then, of course, that leads us right into the cost of food rising, and that, you know, also kind of relates to the West Coast drought and how what California specifically has been experiencing isn't actually a drought. It's California going back to normal, but we're just going to get worse because of climate change. So it's going to go back to normal, but worse, you know, mm -hmm. uh, because California just uh, when the quote unquote drought began here in California, it was actually the end of a 110 uh, wet season so it was just unnaturally rainy and wet for 110 years and that's what everybody got used to so when shit started yeah. going back to normal everybody was like oh this is a fucking drought no this is normal this shit wasn't really meant for us to be over here like that yeah uh, let's keep the cost of supplies cost of construction supplies lumber things like that uh pre-covid a uh, ton of lumber yeah, I think it was like a ton. Uh, was roughly nine hundred dollars. Right now, we're looking at thirty two hundred. So that's oh, you know, shit. yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, oh, you know what? I forgot to write one down. Uh, the USD and how that is going to collapse probably within maybe within the year. It's. Very I mean, close. I'm. It is. Very I close. mean. <laughs> I I am an absolute fucking collapsologist. I'm fucking black-pilled as fuck, so I believe it's going to fall this year. That's my personal opinion, but realistically, probably within the year, 
to two years. Um, hell yeah. So is that that's your list? Because I have something uh, that I kind of want to like jump right into. Oh yeah, no, hold on. I just got just uh, oh, like, that's literally two funny. more. Um, just and then of course, uh, the collapse of Lebanon. Uh, that's a topic that I'm kind of wanting to dig into because no one's really fucking talking about it. Like they're there if we want to see what world is about to be like for all of us just fucking look to lebanon specifically beirut um then of course of course we are all gonna love talking about this the chip shortage to make uh graphic cards yeah yeah uh kate uh what were you going to say i'd love to be able to just jump right into something oh uh i guess so your talking point about the container shortage and traffic issues right now around Los Angeles, I guess it's sort of like a broad question and we could like get into specifics surrounding it. But like, uh, I guess like uh, LA has been hit very hard just in like the last year on all fronts, I feel like. Um, so I guess in your personal opinion, do you feel like, are like you are seeing or maybe feeling like, Oh, it's time to maybe, get out of like a concentrated area like lot like la that is so like deeply affected by covid and just everything yeah absolutely so so luckily i'm not going to give out like my exact like location but i'm about an hour north of la um mm-hmm. that's an hour north you know with traffic um gotcha. so you know not too far from la realistically uh, yeah. but i i'm still i'm still in a neighboring county technically Mm -hmm. but i'm still super fucking close to la um the personally like what i'm seeing over here on the west coast specifically um i'm just starting to see like a drastic rise in food prices already and we're you know dealing with um shrinkflation with food already on top of that uh, if you don't know what shrinkflation is, it's basically where um, companies, so like say Dawn uh, sells 16 ounces of soap, right? Yeah. For mm-hmm. $2.99. Um, yeah. What Dawn does is they keep the same size bottle, but you know, they increase, so say they increase like the, the thickness of the plastic within the bottle, <clears throat> or they use some, tr- you know, some perspective trickery. And you know, same size bottle, but now it only holds twelve ounces, still two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now you're beginning to see that you know, not beginning to um, shrinkflation happens. You know, at the same time, you know, with food and just general supplies. So you're seeing that with food, and you're also seeing the price of food cost increase at the same time. So you're getting less, but paying more. You see what I mean? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, so personally, for me, especially as somebody who's immunocompromised. Um, it's fucking scary. Luckily, over here, here on the West Coast, especially like where I live specifically, everybody's pretty good about wearing masks and um, you know, kind of social distancing and shit like that. Yeah. Um, but the horror stories I'm hearing from people, you know, who live in you know, like L.A., L.A. It's yeah, fucking just you, you can't get anything. Um, I could not imagine right now. <clears throat> everything's. Everything's kind of open, but not really. Um, yeah. And then, like, I don't know, it's, it's, everybody's on edge, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, on top of, like, um, you're, you're also seeing a mass exodus, right? So, 
a lot of the workforce is leaving LA and a lot of the workforce has been laid off in LA. So you're dealing with logistic issues and you're seeing more people out on the streets. So that means you're seeing more people congregate because when people are, you know, unhoused, they people naturally tend, you know, want tend to want uh, structure, uh, community, um, you know, somewhere safe to stay. And so, of course, what's going to happen? What happened with the Depression? You know, tent cities, except now we have this nomadic van life. Uh, RV life bullshit that we have going on now. It's yeah. just the modernized tent city, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so with more people congregating, and I can kind of attest to this. So I go out, so I used to go out to Ojai all the time, which is like this really cool, like kind of hippie little town um, next to LA. Uh, it's where like a lot of celebrities live because, you know, you can just live up in the mountains. It's where a lot of farming is done. It's really fucking expensive to live there. Really nice, really pretty. Um, and usually going into Ojai, you know, it's really pretty going in. There's nothing really around, just kind of nature everywhere. But now when you go into Ojai, uh, right there on the highway, um, dude, there's straight up neighborhoods of RVs, vans, and shit like that, like oh, set up. Shit. Oh, wow. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. That is like. So you have more people who are congregating together. So that's you know, inducing more spread of COVID. So shit is just, it's fucking bad here. So personally, I try to do anything and everything I can to make sure I stay the fuck out of LA, downtown LA specifically. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I mean, up where I'm at, shit isn't too bad yet, but, you know, we're starting to see the price increase on everything. I mean, and the housing market around where I live too, it's, fucking ridiculous i mean something goes up for rent because me and my girlfriend we we want to move out of the spot we're currently in something goes up for rent and it's so like we have a pretty decent sized spot you know uh two bedroom one bath paying about 1800 for our spot Mm -hmm. um if we want to continue to pay the same price where we're living right now it's we can get a studio. Oh Jesus! <laughs> That's yeah. fucking cut. Jesus Christ! And I mean, like, I still like don't live in like the best of area, but like, it'd be to like an area like of like the same like reputation as mine, right? Mm-hmm. Like my my apartment complex. Um, it's I like it. It's really nice. Like me and all the neighbors, we all get along. We all talk to each other. Uh, it's a community over here. But fucking middle class people, they're scared of this area because you know it's a bunch of gang members and lower class, working class people who live over here. And mm-hmm. so you go look at the luxury apartment reviews that are right next to us. And the only negative thing they have to say about those spots, you know, other than them being really fucking small, um, is... Yeah, but be careful for community, blah, 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 uh, right next to it, which is my apartment complex. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Damn. Wow. And like, you you said you're an hour north of Los Angeles, right? Roughly, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I like, <clears throat> you obviously don't say where you are, but I, when I, I went out to go live in California, I was in like Ventura for a week, which I think was like an hour out of Los Angeles. And just to think of like being that far away, but places still being just that expensive it's fucking crazy to me 
Oh, dude, it is. Yeah, no, Ventura is absolutely fucking ridiculous with the shit that I see going on there. Fucking. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Like, it's it's impossible. Like, so a house went up for rent in Ventura Mm -hmm. and it was regular price. So, like, I'm talking like um, around like almost the same size as my spot, you know, a little smaller um, and a decent area of Ventura. Uh, and he's charging eighteen hundred, right? Yeah. He had to go back and edit the listing a day later, one day later, and said, "Hey, everybody, I'm so sorry. I'm not a rental management company. I've gotten over two hundred and fifty inquiries on this property. I'm trying to respond to everybody. Uh, I'm keeping the price low because I'm just a regular guy, and I want to be able to provide affordable housing to another family." Mm. Wow. But Still, so 250 responses in one day. The housing market is absolutely like fucked right now, especially considering we're one of the only nations, I think, barring Canada, Canada's in this with us, where we allow um, foreign, like people of foreign nations, you know, people who are not immigrated here, they are not citizens of the United States buy and own property here in America. So we're getting all of these foreign investments into houses, right? Because we see the crazy markup that people are getting, you know, people are making 20% returns <laughs> without refinancing their house on one year. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have all these rich oligarchs, you know, coming in with foreign money and they're buying up all the housing and they're just holding. So you have all these properties that are just sitting vacant just driving up the price of everything. So, and the shitty thing about that is that these these rich people are paying cash for properties and paying way above asking price, yeah. as opposed to regular, you know, regular regular people like me and you, who go down to the bank, get a loan, right, and then mm-hmm. we try to negotiate down. Right. Where how the how the fuck am I supposed to buy a house like that when you have everybody who has you know some fucking money to their name buying up property like they're fucking hotcakes way above asking price all cash well now like, now i have a, a thing that may make me sound like an idiot but it seems like they're treating property like the stock market no that's no you're right on the fucking money <laughs> that's it absolutely what they're doing where right have you have anybody has anybody here seen the movie the big short oh yeah i love that movie okay so right now we're in like the first 30 minutes of the big short i think first like 45 minutes of the big short two that's where we are right now that movie fucking kicks ass cave chris have you seen that movie I don't think so. I'm looking it up here. I want to. It's got because uh, the name sense. Steve Carell. It's Chris. It's uh, an incredible Hale. movie. It it details and lays out how the 2008 housing crisis happened and how a couple of people were able to get in on that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. I recognize the movie. I had not seen it. It's yeah. Like so we're understand. in the first 30 to 45 minutes of that movie, but the yeah. second one. That's uh, gotcha. that's gotcha. how I kind of understood what was going on with GameStop was from watching that movie and just knowing what like shorting was. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's funny. Uh, that's kind of um, 
I've I've all like I've been lurking Wall Street bets for like three ish years. Something Same. Like yeah, it's twenty twenty one. Yeah, so three or four years, something like that. Since like twenty sixteen, because I, I remember which apartment I started lurking it in. It was really um, fun to see people just lose a lot of money and be excited about it. Oh, uh, dude, I dude, I fucking loved it. I was like, these guys are fucking nuts. Oh yeah, I dude, it was my favorite TV show for <laughs> still is. Mm-hmm. Uh, just watched a bunch of fucking yuppies and other morons like myself uh just lose money constantly oh yeah and i decided to finally start getting in on it because my girlfriend started getting into the stock market and she's like she's a fucking natural she started getting into penny stocks and just bam like just started killing shit just right off the bat and i was like oh you're really good at this i'm just gonna give you money and let you (laughs) take care of that you're a lot smarter than i am that rocks comes to all that um but yeah so we we got a couple of gamestop stocks and it's been fun watching it but yeah uh gme being tied directly to the market is fucking dude it's the biggest fucking meme of my life because i've we've spent how many years all of us fucking just loathing gamestop and everything they fucking stood for, ripping everybody mm-hmm. off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now they're going to save the day by fucking being a nuclear bomb. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like, it was crazy. Um, someone I talked to uh, had told me before this had happened, this was probably uh, like the fall of last year was just telling me whenever we would talk, yeah, you know, the stock market, it's just going to turn into memes, like, all the time. It just, it's already pretty much there, and there's no turning back. And it's like, okay, it was one thing to hear that, but to get to see it come to fruition in January was just like, holy shit. <laughs> like, yeah, he was, he's right. You can hear me. Yeah. You guys can hear me? Now we yeah, can. a lot better now. Yeah. Okay, cool. I was, like talking for a minute i think that my mic fucked up okay oh shit yeah i was wondering why you're being so quiet for so long yeah no i was like interacting and no one was interacting with me back and i was like what the fuck <laughs> i thought you were just being like a really good listener i was like damn chris is like absorbing everything jacob's talking about <laughs> yeah. i figured he fell asleep i was like i feel honest. i feel i feel heard <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, i've been doing bits for a few minutes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think if you don't hear someone either laugh or say shut the hell up immediately after you say something, you just got to yeah. yeah. pop out and jump back in. Um, but yeah, no, that's a crazy timeline to be on, um, to call that shit within two months. And I mean, because oh, yeah. like you, we, we kind of already saw meme stocks with Tesla, right? Yeah. So oh, yeah. that was kind of when the bubble like began, the whole meme bubble like stock deal um and nobody like it's kind of like everybody knew but nobody knew at the same time in the sense of like we're all in on the joke but we don't know the actual punchline to the joke we're laughing at the setup to the joke Mm -hmm. and now we're here at the fucking punchline and (laughs) it was a fucking punch it was a fucking punch i can tell you that much absolutely devastating yeah Yeah. (laughs) but it's it's just absolutely wild to see um, this happening, which 
kind of like ties into the whole like subject of the USD getting prepared to just absolutely fucking shit itself because more and more people are finally like starting to understand that um, our money has no real intrinsic value to it whatsoever. Our money is actually just numbers on an Excel spreadsheet. Um, literally, I've been saying this for years to people. <laughs> it's like, yeah, once we it's left literally the gold take... standard, we were fucked. <laughs> yeah. Check your I, Wells Fargo. That's um, that's a made-up number. It's a fucking fairy tale number. <laughs> like, Yeah, I really, I really started to understand this, honestly, once I got into, like, um, kind of, like, online work, like, with what I do now, you know, with, like, sex work and promotion, like, and, you know, with everything that I do now, like, you know, comedy videos, promo mm-hmm. videos, shit like that. I realized like what because like, you know, I worked all these different jobs, right? I've worked all these different kind of careers. And, you know, and I it made sense, right? I provide labor. Um, I'm given I'm given a paycheck and I can use that to go live. But yeah. as I started doing this, I started to realize, you know, because there's never any cash in hand, right, right. with what I do. Yeah. That my life, like so a bunch of strangers on the internet now dictate whether or not if i eat and like have a roof over my head Mm -hmm. so it's just numbers on a screen now that dictate you know from (laughs) just numbers on a screen you know of Mm -hmm. people approving of me and they all agree okay yeah no 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 you're you're kind of funny you look good um we're going to we're going to touch this piece of glass so that way your piece of glass shows a, just a number and you can use that and you can go get whatever the fuck you want at the store man you can put a roof over your head you can go eat you can yeah and it's it's and so once that really started happening you know because sure i'm still you know putting labor into everything that i do right right mm-hmm. it, but you know growing up working and being working class it, it it fucked up my ideas of labor, right? Yeah. So I always thought that labor was like this actual thing that you, you know, had to do. It's labor. I'd never thought about, you know, mental labor. I never thought about time. And so yeah. once I began to understand like, oh, people aren't really getting paid for labor anymore because we have an overabundance of labor. We're able to provide these things to everyone. We have a huge overabundance of labor, Right. Mm-hmm. so because of this huge overabundance of labor now we get into the idea of the most valuable thing not being you know labor and money what is the thing that billionaires value the most they value their time right. anybody who's worth any money if you want them to do anything they're asked you know to talk to them like consultants right you want to mm-hmm. talk to them for an hour 250 fucking grand yep yeah so the most valuable asset the most valuable resource that any human can have according to billionaires you know the guys who have all the fucking money the thing that we all want they say yeah no we just use this shit to have more of this shit and this other shit that we want more of is just time yeah well they they say time is money and that comes from fully just like if you're wasting my time you know, I I, I yeah. could be somewhere else doing something else with my time to get money or. Yeah, well, um, I guess I, I do think that time is like the most valuable thing that you possess as a human being. It's oh, like yeah. it's the only thing you can't get back once you spend it. There's no 
getting it again <laughs> you can right. you can always like make more money you know yeah exactly so you spend your time doing something you don't get that hour later right i was thinking about that today actually right. i was uh sitting at work um and i was just like thinking about like uh people people will say like time is like a construct Mm-hmm. And I think to an extent that's true, but it's not necessarily that time's a construct. It's just how we measure it is. Because, like, yeah. time is always, like, our days are always moving forward. Whether or not it's a day or a year or whatever we want to, like, measure it as. But, like, our life is our life. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, time's not necessarily a construct. It's just how we quantify time. Exactly. We can't We can't grasp that there's no way to stop that forward momentum. Right. And a lot of people haven't picked up on the fact that time is actually a resource. Right. Yeah. I mean, literally. Like, that's something that since I've, like, for years now, I, I, like, tell myself to just, like, try and stay, like, motivated to do things, you know? Because it's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm not, <laughs> you don't get any younger. And, I mean, obviously, you have time to be young and stupid and not really think about that. But when it really starts to hit you, it's like, Jesus Christ, yeah, this isn't. You know, I'm like halfway to 30, <laughs> like in my 20s. Not like, I think I've said this before on the pod, I got crucified for it. Yeah. <laughs> halfway to 30 <laughs> at 25. So, like I said, this all directly <laughs> ties back to one of my biggest topics, uh, climate change. So, mm. billionaires, the most valuable thing to them is time. So they yeah. spend a lot of money saving time and they invest money for future time, which is why you're seeing all these fucking billionaires and millionaires buying up bunkers and shit like that, buying properties over in New Zealand and shit like that. They're buying time for the future because they all inherently understand that climate change is a fact. It's here. It's going to fuck our shit up, right? Yeah. They all understand that, but they're not, they're, they're not going to talk about that. So what are they going to do? They're, they're going to spend their resource of money to buy the resource of time in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally. I mean, is <laughs> that's like that's priceless to them, you know? And they don't they don't care about everybody else that has to like people like us that are going to have to deal with the consequences of the actions of corporations that are destroying the planet. Like yeah. when when water is really difficult to get, they'll be fine in a bunker with a, either. Uh, well, well, uh, resource probably. to last them forever, or yeah. insane amounts of just like bottled water on hand. That's water <laughs> is a huge subject. I would love to touch on because we are we've already officially began some water wars in some parts of the world. It's yeah. fuck me. I didn't think it was good. I honestly like, and you guys all know me. I'm black pilled as fuck. I am an absolute collapsologist. Like I, this is mm-hmm. like. I'm I've read the writing on the wall, right? So I look so I give everything, you know, worst case possible views because it usually ends up being worse than that. Right. Right? Because yeah. all the models that we based climate change on, all of our worst like worst case scenarios are actually now looking to be probably like uh, one of our best case scenarios. We are so far gone beyond all of our worst case scenarios. It's fucked. Oh, yeah. But water, I I legitimately thought we had way more time when it came to water. Like there's there's already skirmishes down in Mexico 
um, with local farmers um, shooting at local police and keeping the police out of uh, their water supplies out of their out of the dam, out of everything, because America takes like, I think, 320 billion gallons. Ah, fuck, I think it was not annually, but like every, like every day or some shit like that. 320 billion gallons, right? Yeah. From Mexico mm -hmm. to America. But, you know, then we in return, you know, send back like 500 billion gallons of water like a day, you know. But it's, you know, so it's water trading back and forth. But what's happening is that we're taking so much water from these farmers. None of them can fucking farm, dude. Yeah. So they all said, hey, uh, we can't live. We need food and water. So what do you do when you don't have food and water? You get a gun and you go get food and water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So and, and literally, yeah. <laughs> so so what happens when somebody on one side is saying, hey, this shit is mine and I'm going to protect it with guns. And another group of people say, no, that shit is mine and we're going to take it with guns. That's called a mm -hmm. fucking that's called a fucking battle. And what happened and what are battles? Battles are little skirmishes of a fucking war. Yeah. So we're yeah. already having water wars. It's and there's already a bunch of tension over uh, there's certain areas. I can't remember if it's between I, I think it was India and Pakistan who are pissed off about a certain like sect of water. Probably. And then, of course, you have the whole ordeal of um, fucking <laughs> water being traded on the fucking stock market. <laughs> oh, oh, I heard about That's this. That's so bleak and but so funny. Like, <laughs> dude, I bring this up at least like once a week. That like I like I always thought cyberpunk and dystopian shit like looked cool in movies and shit. Like you know, a couple of years ago. But now that I'm fucking living it, dude, it's it's not cool. I don't like it. Like we don't get any of the cool shit. Yeah, like we, it, we just get all the stuff. fucking dystopian bullshit instead. Yeah. Like. Oh my god! I mean, there was literally a coup on a politician like last year with Bernie. Like that, I mean, that was a coup. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like they they all decided to band against him and make sure because he was winning. He was winning for sure. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. With with Biden, he was winning. Oh yeah, 100%. he was winning, and then he's going to beat Trump because like there was going to be like people like because they're like, well, that was going to happen in fucking two thousand sixteen too, though. Here's the thing: there, are, there is like a brand of Trump voter that could have heard what Bernie said and changed their mind for sure. Well, it was funny well, too because Bernie was like parroting Donald Trump to some extent as far as the "you are not being listened to." I'm listening right. to you, and I want to help you because that was a big thing that Donald Trump did in 2016, and that's what got him the fucking election and so many people to be fanboys for him. Well, if you look at data and statistics of the 2016 election. Uh, fuck. Same with the 2020 election. Again, you have you have a certain area of like people, you know, who are the whole Bernie or bust. Um, people who went from all right, well, you know, if I can't have the anti-establishment Democrat, I'm gonna have the anti-establishment Republican. Oh yeah. So yeah, that definitely like kind of intersects right there. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Well, and uh, but. It is a, it oh, is a you... miracle to me that Joe Biden won. I mean, not like a good miracle. Like, I don't know how to quantify that as good versus evil because it's both evils. But it's like, 
it's like divine intervention. Yeah, it's like wants. it's like a holy thing in whether or not it's a good or bad thing, but like that was a miracle in general, in like the yeah. sense of the word. Well, Trump's downfall, honestly was not listening to the establishment at certain times. If he would have just listened to the establishment at like in when it comes to like key certain topics and, you know, made sure uh, the right rich people were getting richer, right. um, then he could have stayed in power and they would have made sure that would have happened. But because he wasn't, but because he was getting the wrong people rich, they said, yeah, no, fuck that. We're going to, we're going to go ahead and cut our losses and yeah. we're just going to get, you know, somebody who's a little more competent next time. Right. Because <laughs> Joe Biden, as we all know, he's just fucking controlled opposition. We wanted $2,000 stimulus checks. We wanted uh, universal health care. We wanted um, all the fucking kids out of cages. And we wanted <laughs> we wanted to, you know, not have fucking concentration camps. No, instead, we increased our capacity for concentration camps, bombed Syria, got $1,400. And uh, by the way, Fuck you, healthcare. Yeah. Oh, did you see the fucking neo-lib lady that had a whole thread about how the cages are better living conditions than they have back home? Yeah. Dude, like, I swear to God, liberals are <laughs> scum of the fucking planet. Like, if you're going to be a piece of shit, just be like the Republicans and just outright be a piece of shit. Stop with all your fucking, like... Oh my god! It's it's like that one Photoshop picture of the fucking bomb. Yeah, it is. <laughs> did, well, it's so funny because yeah. did you did you guys see today the whole thing where uh, there was that sh- uh, mass shooting in Boulder? I think last night. Yeah, it was last night. Ten confirmed kills, and apparently he yelled out something about the vaccine and shot and was making sure he's shooting people who are wearing masks. Apparently. Yeah, I have no, I have no other details other than he killed ten people. But it, I mean, it was incredible to see how many people immediate were immediately were like, how much, how much do you want to bet it's a white guy? How much do you want to bet it's a white guy? Like it's a white guy with a gun, whatever. And then it, the it's released that he's, you know, maybe he's not, uh, you know, maybe he's white passing, but he's Muslim. And immediately the tone shifts from liberals, from it's a white it's a white guy with a gun to maybe we should just not talk about who who he was. <laughs> and the funniest part about that too is that liberals like refuse to admit that there's people of color uh, who believe in QAnon, who are fucking just fascists. Oh. Sure, oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> Literally, like the, the the assumptions liberals make about people of color, it just like blows my fucking mind. I had an experience with like not me personally that I heard about with people that I know in, in real life that was just like I could not believe the mindset of like some of these people. That was my favorite part oh, about like... TikTok for a while was like all the black MAGA guys who would be like, "Listen, I'm not gonna let." not going to let people control me. I know what's good for me. Even if you don't think it's good for me, like you're a white person, don't tell me what's good for me. Mm-hmm. And they're like convulsing. Just... Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's just it's it's mind-blowing. I mean, like cuz like honestly like the thing is like with liberals like they they really do like there's 
they're skin deep. They just see fucking skin color and they, they know how to commodify it. They know how to mm-hmm. use it to their advantage. So, and then at the same time, like, honestly, like who the liberals should be targeting should be the working class all encompassing. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Um, but instead they try to play into, Oh no, we can make, um, black people like us we can make mexican people like us and we can make the muslims like us and uh maybe we can make the asians like us we'll try we'll give them some liberal elite (laughs) status but like you know we're gonna just make sure we're knocking them down a peg uh fucking i love that harvard like stopped but then once oh sorry yeah but then once you get to uh working class white people they they suddenly lose all interest when because the liberals do the same thing. If they can convince, you know, one sect of people that they are different from another sect, despite being in the same class, mm-hmm. then they can create, then they can create friction between those two and be able to mutually keep both groups of people down while they keep themselves up. But mm-hmm. they just added a couple of extra steps and they added, you know, some pink ribbons and, you know, maybe a trans flag and you know, a BLM sticker in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, it's it's great. It's I, I don't want to maybe yeah. has brought this up, but like it is it is that meme of the <laughs> the like poor Confederate white dude and the black guy. And they're both holding like machine guns like this is what the government doesn't want. Yeah, And they're like fist. <laughs> that is. That's what they want. That's what they literally. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally what they fear. <laughs> is like, you get a redneck guy and a gangster together. together, man. Those fucking they could tear take the world apart. Dude, that's the funniest part because you have you know it's it's there's still that disconnect, right, of rural and urban. And mm-hmm. you know if there was ever you know a something that could link the two together, the establishment and the bourgeois, they'd be just absolutely fucked. The elite ruling class, they would not know what to do. Well, which I'll is why this. they try to create that friction. Yeah. I'll say this. The link is uh, getting fucked by the system every single day. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. already here. But yeah, they only believe that they're getting fucked because those other guys aren't getting fucked when those guys are getting fucked just as hard as they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. If you look at anywhere around West Virginia, Kentucky, fucking Tennessee, all that shit, they're like in the fucking mountains and shit. Those people are fucking poor. Those are poor people. Like, like people that are like living in shacks, like everywhere. And it's like, yeah, if you were to able to like, <sighs> there wasn't this like tension there and you could bring black people and white people together, like black people from like, black people anywhere and you bring those white people together if they talk for five minutes about something they had similar interest on it would be insane the difference it would make oh yeah oh dude absolutely but i mean like it, it's it truly is like mind-blowing though because like i've i've seen some reporters like people who went to syria you know reported there and then came back and reported on west virginia uh the appalachian trail shit like that uh and they talked about they're like yeah like some of the people over here in America they live in worse conditions than some of the people over in Syria. Oh yeah. And it's like fuck <laughs> me, dude. Which is like another like terrifying thing. Like I hate talking about Syria cuz you know I've been interested in Syria like ever since like shit like popped off over there. 
even 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 before then i was already like kind of interested because my ex uh her dad had originally fled from syria when he was a young man um because he like got drafted into like a war or something like that and um fled to his extended family over in france and then started only claiming his french citizenship and doesn't tell anybody he's syrian um oh shit yeah uh so that that's what got me like my interest like started in syria i was like oh that's really interesting like i wonder what was going on over there and then as i was like looking into it shit just fucking started popping off over there i was like oh shit fuck i got a lot more to learn real quick um which i i still believe a lot of syria has to do with um Russia trying to destabilize the Middle East so that way they can send a bunch of refugees over into Europe to promote uh, right-wing politics and nationalism Mm -hmm. to destabilize the EU and their populace. Uh, But that's for another day. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, the whole Syrian um, conflict, it's, it's scary to look at now, especially because of all the similarities that you see going on here and kind of how we can devolve into something like a Syrian situation, which is kind of what I touched on last time, right? Uh, yeah. My wholly infected idea was that we are going to be just exactly like Syria. That is with some elements of the Spanish Civil War, you know, sprinkled in there with elements of uh, the rise of Nazis and national socialism Mm -hmm. uh over in germany during world war ii um but as time begins to go on and as my worldview kind of begins to expand because you know over the past year uh i've you know obviously delved deeper and deeper and deeper into the topic of collapse and so i looked into situations of collapse and one that i really got interested in was the balkanization of yugoslavia um and i think that's kind of another element that we're gonna have to sprinkle in because america is definitely going to balkanize as soon as the fucking government you know kind of begins to go to shit and for the government to go to shit all you really need honestly to have our entire government infrastructure shut down just about irreversibly be damaged if not like be completely destroyed we would need about a week maybe a little more than a week five days to ten days of no power and no water in just a couple of major cities i mean we saw how everything went to shit in texas now imagine if that were to happen um at the same time you know with like say like uh new york chicago uh let's throw denver in let's throw la in uh and for shits and gigs we already know portland's gonna be in there of course Mm because they you know they like to be first to everything lately yep (laughs) (laughs) fucking Shout out to all the fuckers up there, by the way. Uh, they're doing great fucking work. Wow. They're they're kicking the shit out of fucking Nazis all the fucking time. It's cool as shit. Are they <clears> still <throat> but, going hard up there? Yeah, they're, they're, they're still going hard. Matter of fact, they kind of like started ramping shit back up again lately. Because, uh, you know, shit's starting to get hotter again. And people get restless when they get hot. And so that's why the majority, the bulk of protests that you see 
uh, kind of like with our uprising last year, is it's mainly during the summer yeah. and like springtime. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, there's because... been stuff going on all winter in Minnesota, but I think it like slowed a lot of it down because of how cold it gets. Yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota slowed down a lot, but they but they still have their autonomous zone uh, within which, you know, the area of uh, within Minneapolis, which where George Floyd either lived or was killed. I'm One of the sure I think it was, was yeah, like the 38th in Chicago, yeah. like little block. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, you know, they've had little small pockets of like shit like that, you know, because because I honestly. If you really look at it, we've been in a cold civil war for uh, ever since slavery ended. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah. that makes. I would. Sense. I would. Yeah, I would that's what that. I was thinking. I was like, yeah, I don't think it ever stopped. Yeah. Really. Yeah, we had the hot cold war, and then it just got cold. Yeah. And it never stopped, right? <clears throat> so um. that's the effects of what we're seeing nowadays. Uh, I was leading into it point but i know you were talking about balkanization i just wanted to say like for any any like listener that might not know what that what balkanization is would you want to just like yeah so let me explain balkanization so the for the listeners yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, for, to- for totally not not me well i'm not honest i'm just asking for chris to be perfectly honest <laughs> <laughs> okay so i can i can give like an official like so like the official like definition right balkanize is to divide a territory into small hostile states alternative capitalization or yeah so divide a territory into small hostile states so what that means is you take a a landmass right uh like ours so i'm gonna give uh so we have a multi-ethnic nation right Right. Yeah. Same with Yugoslavia. They had a multi-ethnic nation wherein everybody kind of lived together peacefully. It was very common for interracial and interclass, um, interreligious marriages and relationships, things like that. Super normal over there. Kind of like how we're kind of getting to that point over here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So if not, mo- it's not like for mo- for the most part already. Right. So it's a multi-ethnic state in which everybody kind of goes into these nationalistic ideals and kind of go into these tribalistic ideals and they all kind of group together and start, you know, kind of cutting chunks of this multi-ethnic nation into smaller, divided, um, homogenous kind of nations. Yeah, to to just pure fucking ethnostates. So kind of like what IDPOL would do if, like, it became sanctioned. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's balkanization, but balkanization within the um, United States, though, is going to look a little bit different. You're not necessarily going to see ethno states more so as in like-minded individuals gathering together. Yeah, so yeah. more so, it'll be a divide between the rural and the urban as well as a kind of general divide of left and right. But then, of course, you have your smaller factions which break off from there. Right. When, and then that's where you get into the Syrian kind of topic of civil war. So balkanization, civil war, you know, the, the balkanization of Yugoslavia mixed with the Syrian civil war is kind of what I think we're going to look at going on over here. Because Syrian civil war, 
um, you know, they they saw you know their technical balkanization, right? Mm-hmm. But the Syrian civil war isn't a one side versus the other. You have how many fucking factions now over there, all vying for control? I don't even know. I know which one I'm... will win. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> I, I, I just do like I'm sure like I can't pull up like an actual number. How yeah. many factions are currently? I can put money on in... who's gonna win this yeah. though. <laughs> okay, so confidence. because like the last time I looked it up, I think it was just like I saw like seven or eight, and but I really only looked at it like very like <laughs> loosely, like very like barely like at all. So let's see. You have. Oh, yeah. See? So, of course, you have ISIS, you have the Kurds, you have the government itself, you know, the Syrian government. Yeah. But then you have, let's see, HTS. And then within HTS, you have one, two, three, four, five sub factions within that. So that's one faction. Who's backed by Israel? Who okay, so this list actually is going to show that. So going to our next one, you have the JFA, JFS. Uh oh, wait, they're a member of HTS. So that actually ties back into what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Oh, this is a long fucking list. Okay, so actually, uh I was completely off the fucking <laughs> uh mark. So the seven or eight main groups that you see fighting. Like I said just now, they all have sub-factions within those. Mm-hmm. So, kind of like how you see with street gangs today, right? You have Bloods and Crips, but you have Crips fighting other Crips because, you know, you have 6th Street Crips. Now you got 8th Street Crips over there who don't like the fact that 6th Street Crips are doing what they're doing over here. They might be on the same, you know, overall bigger picture team but they're two smaller factions. Yeah, it's like the five families are... of New York with the yeah, with the Italian get mob. Exactly. <laughs> it's just the same fucking thing, just yeah. all fucking over again, except, you know, instead of everybody wearing cool suits and, you know, having cool sayings, now it's uh, everybody has uh, fucking tactical shit. Yeah. And uh, fucking bomber drones, which are a fucking terrifying subject to think about. Like that, oh my god. I don't know if you guys have seen like some of the videos on how like uh insurgents and freedom fighters, rebels, you know, whatever you want to call, you know, these fighters anywhere. Um, because this is being used fucking everywhere. Um, they're they're taking little DJI drones and attaching like a little fucking uh like it's just like a tiny little like motorized like claw device to it, right? And they're putting a bomb into that little claw, and then they just fly the drone over. Like, uh, I know some Syrian rebels. Um, they flew like one or two like homemade drones. Like, so like you know these guys at most you know with the bombing materials, uh, they spent like at most fourteen thousand dollars, but they probably spent less than two hundred making these drones, attaching bombs to them. Flew them over a Russian airbase, and they were able to down an entire Russian air fleet, costing them, I think, like hundreds of millions of dollars worth of damage. Wow. And these are just, you know, a couple of guys, like just like all of us. Like they, 
they're our age. They're just figuring shit out. They're they like, got, oh, you they know, they got recruited on the uh, official U.S. Army Twitch channel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. Army you know, Twitch rocks. <laughs> but you know, so so these are kids who figured out. Okay, I can spend two hundred dollars and I can do one hundred forty million dollars worth of damage and down an entire air fleet. Like fuck yeah, dude, let's go. Yeah, it's essentially mm. just Home Alone, except like yeah, more expensive toys. <laughs> So that's that's the funny thing about you know all these tactical guys who are getting ready for the civil war. Oh, I got my plate carrier, got my AR-15 with my super cool fucking rail attachments. Uh, I've got this fucking laser. I got night vision goggles. It's like, dude, you know, a kid with an SKS and like a fucking piece of shit scope, like from like 300 yards away, up in a fucking up on a rooftop, is just gonna take you out and take all your shit, right? The moment you step outside. Yeah, I mean, somebody with less to lose than you. <laughs> yeah, because. They're poor, unlike you, who can afford to get ready for the war. That's where this kid will just find the gun he's already had to shoot because he's had been around guns his whole life. Just fucking takes you out. Speaking of guns, we just got uh, an update from that famous Twitter account, Breaking911. Biden is calling for an assault weapons ban. Fuck me and oh, oh. That is not good. Come and take them, bitch. Fucks up my entire list. Okay, that just sped up the entire timeline. Cool. Um, so everything I talked about, um, <laughs> crap, any timeline I gave you previously and speed it up by like, I don't know, times 20. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God. No, this is official out of, off of news outlets on Twitter. Yeah. Biden is considering executive action on gun control. Executive, executive. action. No. Okay. No. Okay. I take, back, I take back 20. I take back 20. I take back 20. Let me, let me put my bet on a hundred. I'm, yeah. I'm putting my money on a hundred. Yeah, that's going to be what awesome. The There's going to oh be Oh my some god. So, Civil War, Balkanization. Woo. Um that's actually coming a lot fucking faster than I thought. So, uh yeah, like I was saying earlier, I feel like Balkanization is going to lead into Civil War. Um I fuck, I don't know. Uh this just fucked everything up for me. This is probably I I, I figured this was going to happen, but like not till year 2. Yeah. Wow. I mean, literally. Well, it's like, because I mean, the Muslim thing guy is like, did it. They, it feels like they're pointing in your face and laughing at you. Like, that's what it feels like the government is doing. It's just like, uh, yeah, it doesn't really matter. We're just gonna we're gonna do well what we want, which I mean makes perfect sense. But it's like Jesus Christ, you know. Okay, now now I'm truly like starting to believe that like maybe fucking Biden is controlled too because if you if you, for a civil war to happen, right? For civil war to truly break out, there's only one objective that needs to be met, and that is for the people to be ungovernable. And currently, we had a lot of people that were very easily fucking governable because they believe in backing the blue. Now that the blue is going to come take their fucking guns, who are they going to fucking shoot at? The fucking government, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's a talking point I hear a lot from family members that are like, on that side of things like the day they come for like guns is the day that i'm ready to like die on that hill <laughs> like no dude know. this is what they have been okay so i've told you guys I mean, before right it... you know, about how like i grew up with being trained how to shoot firearms by the guys over at fucking blackwater right yeah yeah so obviously that meant i spent a lot of time with them i went to dinner with them you know i i was with them as a child and because i'm a child they tried to make sure they tried to infect me with with their ideology right they have been preparing for decades for this to happen 
They have been training for this to happen. They have been salivating for this to happen because these motherfuckers, not Blackwater specifically, right? Not the guys that I knew specifically. They, and I'm not going to put any names out shit like that. I'm not going to get myself fucking shot first. Um, but, you know, people of this ideology or similar ideologies, right? Uh, they have been salivating for the day that this can happen because they all want to play war. All of these guys over in Blackwater, they fucking love playing war. Why do you think they fucking work for Blackwater, dude? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now they can yeah, now they can play that game on home turf where they where they essentially have a fucking Smurf account. Mm. Can you yeah, send I me mean, the like... tweet cave? What was that? Can you send me like the tweet that like said all that? Uh oh, the Biden stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta see this too. I'm what yeah. the fuck, dude? Holy yeah, shit! This oh is... my god. Um, yeah, here's a, here's a, yeah, this is from Fox News. I've, there are other outlets like tweeting. It's an article, I guess. Uh, but we got CNN breaking news talking about it. Um, it's a, it's a what's happening like moment on the Explorer deal right now. Okay. Um, oh, yep. Here it is. White House says Biden will consider executive action as Congress votes on gun control bills. White House Press Secretary Jen Paskey told reporters on Tuesday that U.S. President Biden is considering a range of levers, including executive action on gun control. The U.S. House voted to pass gun reform bills in early March. These bills will soon be heard in the Senate, where they face a more difficult chance of passing, according to Politico. Okay, so. Barring that, right, he's talking about possibly taking executive action, and he's already, you know, he's already shown that he doesn't fuck around when it comes to executive bills. Yeah. <laughs> because Trump didn't fuck around when it came to executive bills. So if he truly does, if, if this doesn't pass, you know, the fucking house, I really, I really hope they can, they can shut this one down. Or I, I, and he doesn't do anything and doesn't try an executive bill because if, if he does an executive bill, Dude, that'll speed shit up. I I said one hundred. Fucking that will speed shit up to two hundred if he does like an executive fucking action and says, yeah, yeah no, fuck that. We're taking all the assault rifles. I wanted to say too, like you were talking about some of these like Blackwater guys that want to like play war and stuff. And I do think that's uh that's a place where there's a, definitely a group of people that are coming from that. But I guess like in my personal experience, people I know, I think the real like for a lot of other people, it's more of just like having your rights infringed upon and i think like it's sort of that scenario like i mean we talked about a power grid shut down you know things really descending into complete chaos like even if it's not like just the guns being taken away it's like you got to protect yourself in some sort of extreme scenario from just other people <laughs> like and if all of a sudden that right is gone and you have no way of doing that like the power's out for a month here People are going to come and kill you to take what whatever you have. It doesn't matter yeah, but, where you are, who you are. But the thing is, you have to take into consideration is the mindset that these people have. So collapse happens. Me and you, what's the first thing we're going to do? We're going to try building a community, right? We're going to go to our neighbors. We're going to be like, hey, shit's fucked up right now. Let's all kind of work together. Let's make sure we're all good, right? Mm -hmm. These people, right, who fall into this ideologue, 
they tend to be like if you talk to them these people are constantly on edge they constantly think that there's a threat around them they constantly talk about oh yeah no i keep a gun on me uh because i know one day somebody's gonna try mugging me like they they know that it's gonna happen they don't think that it's gonna happen. Oh, yeah. they know it's gonna happen and, so, and yeah, yeah and i don't want to take away from that like i do i do also yeah. want i acknowledge those people are very real <laughs> like, yeah yeah no but like you said it's like you said the people you're talking about they of course exist as well but you know who don't fall under like this kind of like thinking right yeah. um but but the majority that i've met because you you know you as you all know you know i grew up you know texas colorado reno i've i've grown up around a lot of republicans conservatives people who own guns you know people who are of this mindset right and that kind of seems to be the the um common theme that links everybody together is that uh yeah no man uh oh damn that's a that's a nice fucking glock you got there look at the glock look at the fucking remington i just got uh because i'm gonna get robbed too yeah see th that's that's something that like really like makes me nervous is like what well, yeah you're just like waiting for someone to test you you know because when you take a concealed carry class i mean they tell you the last thing you ever should do is shoot somebody why are you too, walking around but... What was that? They teach you that as a police officer too, but <laughs> very true. No, no, you're you were looking at the old you're looking at the old training guide. <laughs> um I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing citizens arrest, but just killing everybody in public. <laughs> and walk around with zip ties. Be like, get on the ground and making a citizen's rest. You're going to be like, who are you? Bang, 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 bang. Hey, all, all I'll say on the matter is if it was another white guy who shot 10 people, they would have just said thoughts. And <laughs> yeah. That's... I was, yeah, I was just about to say, like, are they sure it wasn't a cop who walked into King Supers and performed a raid? Because that's yeah. kind of what it sounds like. It smells like weed in this grocery store. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. At a Whole Foods. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay yeah i know for a fact if i ever see a whole dude shot it up shot up i know who did it i know who fucking did oh god it. <laughs> the whole foods get shot up that's a psyop i don't care oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole foods get shot up, that's a psyop that has no. been my favorite fucking word that everybody's learned this year everybody learned about the word psyop this year and everybody fucking loves to use it now and nobody knows what the fuck it means it's fucking <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I've googled it a hundred kind times. Of, <laughs> yeah, I've kind of given up to an extent on like learning new new jargon in the political kind of space, or just like Dude, whatever. I, I, think, I think that's I think that's like probably like one of the hardest like aspects of like what the fuck I do is just constantly learning all this fucking jargon, dude. Fucking like what the fuck did you just say to me? Dude, I literally I'll see like a tweet on Twitter. It's like ah yeah, I don't the three of these are made up words. I'm not gonna look them up. <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna pretend that I understand it. I'm gonna circle back to that one. Mm -hmm. Fuck me. Synergize. That's I'm gonna you wanna use fucking jargon? I'm just gonna say synergize and walk away. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. Hey. Everything but... has like a fucking ism now after it, and it's like what what are you doing? You're you're writing these down on a post-it. You're just imagining these words. <laughs> and that's honestly that's one of my biggest fucking complaints with the fucking left right now. It's they were creating all these new fucking words and ideologues 
And it's like, dude, no, fuck it. Like, let's all just get under one fucking umbrella on the left and let's just all agree to the big key issues and then we can fucking argue about all this jargon later. Like, god damn, I don't care, dude. Let's just yeah, fuck. Let's win first and then we can fight amongst ourselves. Let's have let's have this civil war and then we can have our civil war. You need unity, man. Like the whole thing. See the person identifying his tree, tree self. Yeah, and I was like yeah, you're actually doing like the I identify as a fighter jet thing. Like you're you're actually doing that and just totally like fucking go over trans people. <laughs> like that's all that is. Dude, it's just you identify as a tree just just gets trans people killed. Like I'm no, serious. No, back in back yeah. in my Directly. day, we back back in my day, we put you on a fucking TLC show if you did that, you know? <laughs> now now you're respected on Twitter. And and honestly, like it it's it's so shitty because this falls under that toxic ideology of individualism which is exactly what the left needs to fucking get rid of we like the left was created on collectivism why the fuck are we going into hyper individualism what the fuck is that everybody Mm-hmm. Yeah, can we just boring. all agree to start treating trans people like fucking humans and then we can start really like digging into all this shit when we can get that fucking done first yeah yeah i mean like if you really want to make change you have to like i'm not saying individualism i think for, to me personally is important and i think it's important in general but you gotta you gotta have collectivism you gotta have unity man you can't like you said, it's it's gone off the deep end, and it's going off the deep end. Yeah, yeah. See, that's 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 the shitty thing is that like individualism individualism can be good to a point, but that's it to a point. We have unfettered fucking individualism, and so now that we're in the stages of late state, and now that we're in late stage capitalism, that means we're going into this hyper individualistic state. Mm-hmm. And so. <laughs> this hyper individual individualistic state is all it all it's doing is it's commodifying real life issues into these small time fucking bickering debates within the left while people are being fucking killed dude yeah there's so, one thing that the right it, is really good at it and it's agreeing on everything that they have as talking points and, <laughs> and the next thing that they're really good at is divide and conquer. They are so good at making sure because, like, honestly, like a lot of the shit that you see the infighting in, like on leftism, you know, where all of it, a lot of it, fucking originates from, fucking 4chan. Yeah. And what people don't understand, like, that's not trolling. That's that is a legitimate fucking psyop. That is what a psyop is. Wait, no, 4chan's not a psyop. Don't say that. <laughs> Dude, at this point, I am wholly, wholly fucking convinced that Fortune was a fucking psyop at like they're like this like <laughs> like it's not an actual legitimate psyop, right? But what they're yeah. doing, that's a fucking psyop. Like yeah. people and people like don't understand it because like what they're doing, it's a, it's literally it's the name. It's a psychological operation. Yeah. It is a psycholo- it is a mission to psychologically inflict harm upon your enemies. Yeah. I was going to say mm-hmm. you can't you can't call 4chan a psyop cuz some guy accidentally trolled himself into being gay and posted about it. And I don't think that that's something you can fake. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Wait, which guy? I've seen that post a couple of times. Yeah, it, there's like it's like a post where he's it's like, that, like uh, screenshot, right? Yeah, it's like a screenshot of a thread. Well, it's not even a thread; it's just a post where the guy's like, it's just a green text, right? Yeah, yeah, and the whole thing is is him like, um, like meeting up with like a a, a trans person or a gay person. I don't remember exactly what it was. But, oh, it was, like, a trans person because they wanted to, like, have sex with, like, a, a trans person but, like, not feel weird about it or whatever. And then, like, it was, like, a prostitute or, it, like you know, I don't know the correct term. But The then, correct term is a full-service sex worker. Okay, well, that. Um, yes. <laughs> and and uh, then they were, like, oh, this rocks and, like, fell in love with them and, like, be they became friends and, like, got in, like, a full relationship. And then... <laughs> And then was like, oh, I actually, like, just am in love with this person. <laughs> like, it started out as, like, a joke and then became, like, just real. And it's just, like, I don't I don't know if that's, like, a... I don't... I feel like that's just too real for it to be all fake. But, honestly, that's, that's, that's kind of, like, the epitome of 4chan, though. Doing something so ironically that it becomes real. I mean, they did it with, Nazi, with Nazis and racism. Oh, yeah. They did it with uh, Pepe, which sucks, because Pepe rocked before it was... Uh, hey, Pepe was the shit. I'm still really, I'm still really upset about them co-opting Pepe. But, I mean, like, shout out to, like, you know, the left and, like, everybody who's co-opting it back to, the, yeah. like, the left. Dude. But it's it's still it, that's that's a hard that's a hard <laughs> sale. Think, my favorite thing about the Pepe is so like a couple of months ago, I did some digging into Jordan Peterson because I completely missed his thing when he was popular and pro and for the best, you know. So I got I like went back and watched a couple of like his big interviews. Was like, what's this guy about? And I see him getting called out on an interview for uh, taking a picture with some guys at one of his speeches and it was with like a pepe flag <laughs> and oh, him boy. having to address that on the news and being like oh the pepe frog is not racist <laughs> like it's just a frog it's just like, a frog what kind of what kind of fucking world are we living in i totally missed jordan peterson addressing taking a picture with pepe years ago that is hilarious well i mean it's just like what's like the thing I love about that argument, right? So a lot of people on the right, you know, who used Pepe the way that they did, you know, use that, that phrase, it's just a frog. How could he be racist? Well, mm -hmm. then they, and then, you know, <laughs> you dig deeper into it and you find out that all the references that Pepe makes is to how 6 million Jews wasn't enough in the Holocaust. Right. Uh, so, then they got found out for that. So then they started doing the clown world shit. Does anybody here remember clown world? Was that when everybody mm. was dressed up as clowns? Uh, yeah. So it started as baby Pepe being a, uh, ba baby Pepe dressed up as a, as a clown living in clown world. They would use, you know, the three parentheses thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. And then they would use the really cutesy language when referring to statistics of the holocaust but not explicitly mention the holocaust right right, right? right, right. see where this is going yeah, yeah and then yeah. you know so that way they're able to kind of you know covertly be like yes six million jews wasn't enough in the holocaust no i meant six million friends with no d friends f-r-e-n-s oh how yeah. can a little clown be racist and anti-semitic well here's something that i do want to say 
you know, did anybody ever take the time to sit Pepe down and maybe try to educate him on why his views are wrong? Uh, no, his father is Adolf Hitler. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that one was I mean, kind of tough. That's that's tough. How do you come out of that? I also yeah. love how there's a new little version of Pepe named Apu. I love. <laughs> I don't know where he came from, but I I love him. He is adorable, dude. That little frog. The frogs are so cute. I don't care. Look, <laughs> look. I, I like kill a Nazi, frogs. but the frogs are hilarious. <laughs> look, it's look, kill I'm all Nazis, up, but, but but frogs, but frogs. I actually the idea of someone like hearing that Pepe the frog is like a Nazi. And then just going out to a swamp and just like crushing frogs in their hands. <laughs> <laughs> and thinking they're doing the world a huge service. I love the little frog pictures, dude. I'm about to post one dressed as a cowboy right now. I love these fucking dudes. <laughs> they're, they're Holy sad. shit. We did a juicy episode. Yeah, it's been. Oh, yeah, I'm off of the fucking gab, so I'm fucking. I'm fucking coasting. <laughs> you took a Yeah. Hey Dude, man, I have Gavin. Oh my God, well done, Gavin. Okay, so, <laughs> oh man, wow. So now, now I'm looking at my topic list, right? Mm-hmm. And this shit's fucked up. <laughs> um, damn, all the timelines that I had for everything is just really fucked up now. I so like I I got really excited with like how things started to slow because I mean if you guys remember. Last time when I talked about the Civil War, I kind of talked about how, like, no, it's not an if, it's a win. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I got really hopeful coming onto this podcast today to talk about it again to be like, uh, so everything I said last time still stands. Uh, please don't make fun of me because everything isn't happening as fast as I said it would. Um, but like, luckily, everything has slowed down quite a bit. Mm hmm. Um, <laughs> I retract that line of <laughs> now. Yeah, everything yeah. has been sped back up. Um, now we're looking at a timeline of, I, I think shit's gonna hit the fan by summer now. Uh, now, now learning <laughs> that he that fucking Biden did that today. Today, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah it's, that's not a good sign, especially yeah. just like coming off of two two mass shootings, like very recently here it just feels so and the thing is perfectly aligned you know to go this way and the thing is now he can't even really get like support for that topic from the left now because the left has begun to realize oh fuck we got to start arming ourselves as well yeah yeah i mean yeah here's the thing if if he takes executive action i mean on both sides this upsets a ton of people (laughs) Maybe this will be what unites us, right? Everybody, <laughs> everybody shooting cops together with a heart emoji next. Well, to we're it. not we're not gonna be doing that. We're gonna be strangling cops now. Uh, well, I no, mean, yeah, common, and common common hey, 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 we're still in late stage capitalism, so we're going to streamline any and all murders. Built mm-hmm. in the back of the head, no fun. Mm, All right, no. perfect. <laughs> Streamline as effective as possible, as little ammunition. It's also going yeah, up we... on Facebook Live and <laughs> and being streamed on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> Funny way to be if Joe Biden's the one that gets fucking fucking Whoa, uh, hey. Mussolini. Yeah, okay. 
Okay, so like I know you know we've been in a cold civil war for you know ever since slavery, and and you know shit kind of warming up with Trump, and so a lot of people are gonna try saying like, oh, Trump started the civil war. Um, but now I feel like, unironically, like I probably like could truly like convince some people like, oh yeah, Biden started the civil war. I fuck, I might even be able to talk myself into that one. Yeah, definitely. yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, yeah, we've been in this cold civil war, but depending on what Biden does here, like you said, pre-summer, I think, I think it could almost be a goddamn no-brainer Drop that he like starts not. the civil war. Damn, I'm going to end the episode with that song. (laughs) (laughs) Which song? Yeah, which song? Drop it like it's hot. Oh, dude. Hey, so like when you end the podcast, like don't even like let us know. Just let it start playing and just start picking up the volume kind of like they do at the Academy Awards. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. You just kind of spring it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't give us any heads up. Just let it start. Just let it start creeping in and let us start talking louder and faster. Mm-hmm. Oh my friends. Yeah, no Joe Biden. So and we'll and we'll just see how far we can make it into the song. Or, oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then and then we'll get the cease and desist letter. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that way <laughs> none of us get my None of us get shot for this episode. We know too right, much. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, Dude, listen, fuck, I to be an idiot pop it. Suck it like a cock. Suck it like a cock. <laughs> suck it like a cock. Yeah, dude, I truly believe that, like, you know, shit was going to start ramping up this summer with, you know, protests and more civil unrest. Because, I mean, how long are our food lines right now? If you truly look at them, how long are they? They're miles and miles and miles long. People don't have money. People are about to start getting evicted, and now we're gonna start taking guns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it feels like they're putting you right where they want you. You know. Yeah, well, they're, they're I, now at this point. Now at this point, now I'm starting to think that, like, fuck, maybe like the U.S. government itself is trying to make the populace ungovernable, so that way they can take some drastic measures to, you know, do some a population control and b, you know, rein in who they can, yeah. and then. Yeah. Because at that point, once you once you can rein in who you can rein in, you're go- you're gonna have a pretty like radicalized like populace that fucking does whatever the fuck you say. What's terrifying mm. though is I feel like we're also on the brink of war with China right now, and it feels like if uh, America's hitting a the the boiling point, uh, if you will, yeah, in our own civil discourse. Um, that, we're oh fucked internationally, and I think that's when China can scoop in, and that's when I think I'm going to become a uh, Chinese citizen. I, dude, being a Chinese citizen would rock. Yeah, I have unironically thought about becoming a Chinese refugee a couple of times. Someone asked me what I'm gonna do when they come for us, and I was like, well, if they give me a wife, I think, uh, I think I'm good. <laughs> I think it'll come. I don't care who wins as long as I have a wife. Yeah, I'll fuck. I'm Chinese now. So whatever. I'll be. Look, here's the thing. I'm so fucking. Dude, I smoke so much weed and I'm so fucking chill. I don't care if it's fascist, it's a communist. I'm going to be vibing. <laughs> I'm gonna be vibing. As I long just, as the vibes are good. I want to. 
As long as the skate park stays open, I'll give a fuck. I want to go live in the mountains, and I'm going to have a new Chinese mailman. He's going to drop off the mail. And he should be like, there you go, Mr. Keva. And I'm going to be like, I don't speak your language. Thanks for the mail. <laughs> Dude, earlier this year, I was unironically looking into loans from Chinese banks because I saw a lot of people here in America were doing that, and they were getting a lot of fucking money doing it. But then really? I found out that I was, yeah, I found out I was too poor to do it, so oh. I couldn't. How rich Damn. do you have to be? Uh, you gotta, you gotta have some social status. Fuck. Oh. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay. you gotta, you gotta know somebody over there, and I, I, I don't. It's some, I mean, maybe if you have a podcast on official streaming services, <laughs> that gives you some <laughs> sort of pull. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's just, it's, it's funny to, like, think about, though, because, like, so... I don't know if you guys saw this uh, or have heard about this. So our credit system that we have uh, was developed and established and rolled out in 1989. So we are a guinea pig generation dealing with credit scores. Our parents, they didn't have that. You know how you used to go get a loan? Go to the bank, ask them, hey, you guys loan me some money? And they'd ask you, well, all right, who do you know in town? You could give them a couple of references. Well, so-and-so says I'm good for it. They'd call so-and-so up and be like, hey, Jacob good for this loan? And they'd say, yeah, he's a pretty good kid. They'd say, all right, well, Mr. Jacob, we're going to loan you this money. Yeah. And that's how shit worked back then. Or Come 1989, we developed this cool system called the credit system. People also had collateral yeah. sometimes, but that was... Yeah, if you didn't yeah, know and of anybody. course, you know, people put up collateral, you know, that's when you start getting into, you know, like actual loans. What I'm saying is a pretty broad generalization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. But but still held generally pretty true, right? Yeah. For that generation. Um, And so then now we have this generation. It's, it's, it's late stage capitalism. <clears throat> it's just another yeah. way to bleed the working class dry. We ensure that they do not have any private property by loaning out property to them yeah. through loaning them money because we pay them less now. See what I mean? Right. That and is we one jack thing that scares me. All shit up. Is uh, not, not technically owning anything, not having any assets. Um, that's not good. <laughs> well, that's why I bought Blu-rays. That's why I got into Blu-rays. Those, <laughs> those are my fucking assets, that's man. That's it. That's it why I started buying DVDs. <laughs> yeah, and so you see, that's the scary thing. So, like, if you go look into your Steam TOS, your Xbox TOS, your PlayStation, your PlayStation Market TOS, um, if you look at the terms of service and the that you, we all agree to, right? We don't own any of the games that we have. Those game libraries you have, those are not yours. Right. They're licensed to you. Right. That's all it is. So, like I said, it's another stage of late stage capitalism. They ensure that we have no private property. They ensure that we have no assets. <clears throat> they can just loan these things out to us, and they can pull the rug out from underneath at any time they want. You know, so they come saying, all right, so... I know you have all your games that you paid for and everything now, but now we're going to make it, you have to pay $3.99 every month to be on our serve, on our platform mm -hmm. to access your library. And if you don't pay that $3.99 a month, we're not going to let you into your library. Yeah. 
So it's just it's it's another way to fucking just bleed us dry. God, this it it all goes back to what I talk about every time with how everything connects to each other. People truly do not understand how intricately the entire world is all tied together. How A leads to B leads to C leads to D to and so on and so forth. And it all leads back to the Irish. The fucking Irish man. Wait, no, I thought it was the Italians. No, the Italians ain't got nothing. Okay, yeah, fucking Irish. I think I think the only thing Italians were good at was fascism, and they got they they got what was coming when they were done with that. Nah, dude, they weren't even good at that shit. But I thought They're... Benito Mussolini was like the prime fascist. Nah, damn, he was a little baby. He was a little baby fascist, especially compared to Hitler. Fuck. But was and was, like was Hitler technically a fascist? This is just me being stupid. This isn't me like trying to start an argument or discourse. I mean, because wasn't he technically like, uh, like a social, like a national, a nationalist socialist or whatever? Yeah. So that's just some bullshit propaganda. It's it it kind of goes back to that whole you know you remember how we had the party switch over here. Right, thing. Right. So just because they have the name National Socialists, they're not socialists. They're fascists, right? Yeah. Because look at the look. It's they can say they're socialists, sure, but look at the idea. Look at look at the main structuring of their political party, right? right. Uh, they gave corporations, you know, exorbitant amount of power. It was all right leaning. Is all right leaning conservative politics. Right. You know, give the power to corporations. You know, bust up unions. Uh, you know, anything that is akin to leftist ideology, aka what they equated to Bolshevism. Right. Right. Uh, it's just dirty communist bullshit, and uh, you get genocided for that. Oh, hell yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, they can say socialists all they want, but if you look at the actual tenets of their political ideologue, it's fascism. Like, they have all the tenets of fascism. That's all it is. So I have a question. Every and this is, because I don't, this is because I don't know, but nationalist socialism and fascism, would there be any overlap to that? I guess me just thinking about them in my head, not having, like, not knowing really what yeah 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 so, like, fuck, looks yeah. like. So so if you, so if you look at the corner of National Socialism, you'll see that it's just a sticker, and if you peel that off, it just says fascism. Hell yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's yeah, that's just basically how it works. So they try to you know package it as something else, but it's it's just fascism. Got you. Got you. Well, swag. I don't, I think this is probably a perfect time for us to. Uh, yeah, this has been an amazing episode. Fucking got yeah, some amazing news. We just got to go so hard. I'm glad. I, this is the closest the Who Up Pod will ever fe- ever feel to being a uh, a Joe Rogan podcast. I love just sitting here and learning shit. <laughs> That's why I like coming on here. It, it feels it. It reminds me kind of like it's it's kind of a cooler version of the worst year ever over here. I feel like anytime I come on, mm. mix no, in I, like I like 
Which, by the way, I wholly recommend you guys check out fucking Robert Evans and all those dudes over there. Cody Johnson, uh, Katie Stoll, and there's one more, I think. Uh, they all do a great job over there. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. Well, no, I, I, like, I like having this like nice switch because we get to joke around a bit too, but it is nice to just take a take an episode and just like oh let's get into some serious shit let's talk about like sort of the chaos that could ensue i don't know just like we get jacob pilled yeah. <laughs> oh you know what that's the episode name yeah jacob well, pilled. yes jacob, i love do that do you have anything you <laughs> no. want to plug like before i, I just, drop it like it's hot did i just start did i just start a religion for sure a bunch of people being uh, jacob okay. pilled, that'd be awesome <laughs> I am a prophet. <laughs> I, I, I knew I had to be considering my initials are JC <laughs> and I was born on Christmas Eve. Oh shit. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Fuck yeah. This actually we we might be uncovering something. There's much more there's much more lore to be to be had on the Hua podcast in the future. Dude, in regards was- to being Jacob Bill. Dude, what's so funny is that I didn't want people like finding me on Facebook when I was younger. Uh, and so my name for the longest time on Facebook was Jake the Lord. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> There's so much foreshadowing in my life that I've never taken into account. I'm glad we could just help uncover it. This kind of rocks. <laughs> well, do you have anything you want to plug before? Uh, yeah, before we take out, take out. Take out. Uh, yeah. So of course the usual plugs. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jacob C C Fisher. Um, TikTok. It's just one C. So Jacob C Fisher on TikTok. Um, check me out on Twitch. I'm on there. I'm trying to get back on there. I kind of fell out of it for a little while back here because I had some shit to take care of. Um, but yeah, go check me out on Twitch as well over there at Jacob C or I'm sorry, Jacob Chase Fisher. Sweet. And uh, uh, make sure you subscribe to my girlfriend's OnlyFans, uh, OnlyFans.com slash Salem X Banks. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Swag. Thanks for coming on, man. It fucking rules every time you're on here. Thanks for having me on again, guys. It was an absolute fucking blast. I missed you guys. Of course, we missed we you missed too, you man. Too. We got we to gotta get you back again, but we, we don't want to wait fucking, what, five months again? Yeah. Yeah, we might not have to go this long next time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, uh, are you still recording, Clifton? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god. in the crib ma drop it like it's hot drop, drop it, it like, like it's hot drop it like it's hot when the pigs try to get at you park it like it's hot park it like it's hot park it like it's hot